Okay, welcome everybody to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Tuesday, you guys. You know I'm going to go over that Miami Heat-Milwaukee Bucks game one. But first, I have to do it here. Madden 21. I'm going to give my input on Madden 21. Because, you know, we talk about sports here on the show. But I am a video game addict and i especially love playing football i love playing madden to an extent it's very frustrating at times very frustrating i'm an avid gamer i love having sports games i've always been a fan of sports games whether i've been madden whether it be 2k whether it be mlb the show or whatever it may be and the video games nowadays are getting so boring and repetitive and there is just nothing going on at all, except for a roster update. That's basically what we're getting in all these Madden games. There's just, they're not even polishing the game anymore. They're not even adding little touches here and there. But Madden 21 was trending all weekend, and even Monday, of for NFL to drop EA. That was a hashtag. And I really wanted to talk a little bit about it during the last episode, but today we have to keep the pot boiling. Because the NFL needs to drop EA. They just actually extended them like a few months ago. Uh, I think at the beginning of the year maybe it was where they they have the exclusive rights. Now after this game, I mean, wow. It is the lowest score in history. It's an historic low. Currently on Metacritic, it is still holding solid at a .4. Yes, you heard me right. .4. 0.4. Not a 5.4, not a 7.4, not a 3.0.4. It has like almost 2,000 reviews, around 2,000 right now. It, I mean, there's fans pointing out video. There's one fan pointing out a video in practice mode where it still said Madden 19 on the sideline and then Madden 20 in the bleachers, or it said Madden 20 on the sideline and there was Madden, yeah, there was Madden 19 all the way in the top of the bleachers still. Like, this is goes to show you it's the same thing. They're not even changing the na- the year of the game in the game anymore. This is how bad it has gotten. There's glitches everywhere. Everywhere. Like, I mean, there's... It is horrible. They added another new mode called The Yard. Face of the Franchise was a mode they had a few years ago. They continue that. Lamar Jackson's on the cover. You know that was why EA put Lamar Jackson on the cover because he's a young athlete in the NFL, a big face, just coming off that MVP year. And that's going to appeal to the younger audience, the younger kids in school. They're going to go out and grab the new Madden game. Well, let's boycott this game. Let's boycott this. (laughs) They're even posting side-by-side comparisons of like screenshots and videos. From previous Maddens. They're putting it together. And it's crazy how similar the animations are. And how glitchier they are now. How can a game like Madden 07 or Madden 05 and NFL 2K5. Decades ago be better than this game here. You can literally pick up like a Madden 07 right now. Hop right in and on a PlayStation 2. And it'll be better than this game. And the way these things are going right now, it's it's unacceptable in the gaming universe. It's unacceptable in sports. A lot of the pro athletes going to play the game. They're going to be like, hey, they're upset. They're ratings. They can't get ratings right for the athletes. 
They can't get each other's speeds right. They can't get agility right. They can't get the catch radius right. They can't get the throwing power right. It is absurd how long it takes. Like, what is so hard about this? Like, me as a fan, I've been a fan of Madden. I've played Madden numerous times. I love getting together with the buddies every year and playing Madden. And this is something we love to do. But the X Factor thing was so overrated and so overpowerful, especially one of the top athletes, you know, in the game. It's so overpowerful. And that sucks. <laughs> like, when you try to make a play, like, the other thing is that, like, on offense, you can audible real, real quick. When you're on defense, you have no you have no shot to audible really quick. You can't get your defensive line real, you know, in position if somebody, you know, audibles ball, especially if you're playing against a computer. Like it's impossible to switch up your line and defense in time to compat with the offense. There's just so many things that they say, hey, new features. Oh, my bad. That was in Madden 2009. You're just now bringing it back with a little polished update. Like, don't remove a, you know, a certain mode or certain things you can do. Like, that was in the game 10 years ago and call it new. That's what we're tired of seeing. We're t- as Madden players, as sport players, as video game lovers, we don't want to sit there and and just constantly hear that. It's not new. It is old. We play the game for years. We know. We remember those modes. We remember these capabilities. We know all the ones you've taken out over the years and has still have not put back in the game. Like they finally put the Pro Bowl back in the game last year. They finally you were finally allowed to play the Pro Bowl game. Again, like what like what is so hard about putting the Pro Bowl in the damn game? What is so hard about that? Doesn't make any sense. Like for me personally, I don't care about Mutt. I hate Ultimates. I'm not an Ultimate team player. I don't care about the yard. I don't care about the face of the franchise. Face of the franchise could be a cool mode if you're allowed to pick what college you go to, the position you want to play, and things like that. You're strict. You're like strict in, in this one way down road, and it's the same story. And the story won't even match up. You have different colored jerseys on, and the commentary doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even match up. So when you got that going for you too, it's just like that mode could be so awesome if they did it right. I should be able to pick what college I go to and get drafted and be able to go through training camp and have modes where, like, you see me in there pumping waves, see me run the 40-yard dash, you see me in there running the cone drills. Like, that needs to come back in the game, too. You actually doing it. Remember, you could actually do that years ago, even on the PlayStation 2 version, you could do that. That's, I mean, all these modes, like, I'm a franchise mode guy. I don't want to do you know Madden Ultimate Team and pay hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars in buying coins and all these microtransactions that make me this superstar fantasy team that's so unrealistic and compete against players like that. That's just not me. Like that's not me at all. That's not why I play Madden. I play Madden to compete with my friends, play against them at the house when we're having people over, or just on franchise mode playing, building my franchise. Like, I like signing players, trying to make trades and contract extensions and dealing with draft picks and coaching up schemes and things like that. Things you actually do on an NFL team, that is what I want. 
That is the stuff I do. <laughs> like, why take that element out of the game? Like, it's sometimes even when you're trading, you you can be like, you can try to trade a 99 overall guy and a 97 overall guy to some for to some team for like an 82 overall, and they reject it. And like nothing makes sense in the in the whole game anymore. And it's so laughable. I'm, I hope that it keeps trending. Hope it keeps going. 0.4, guys, on Metacritic. I looked on Google, too. It has a 1.5 rating so far. I'm glad a lot of these big-time review people like GameSpot, IGN, and all those you know, big-time you know, reviews for video games are finally starting to give it a low grade. Because right now, I'm seeing on Twitter as well that EA is trying to give away these games to people for reviews. That's what it looks like. Giving away the game for free and leave a positive review from that's how bad they're feeling. It was a new systems coming out, like the PS5 and the new Xbox. You can't have a dud like this. Can't have it. And they did. We want the NFL to drop EA. This is abysmal. It's unacceptable. They shouldn't be doing this to the games. They've done it across the board for years. And it's time for it to put Put it to the end and stop it. I'm I'm rooting for you. I, hey, I'm rooting for it to happen. I'm with all the video game lovers out there because I'm one of them. Let's make it happen. I just want to tell you guys a little incident that happened during the game where I played. I literally played a half. I barely played a half of this game. But we'll get on to the Miami Heat Milwaukee Bucks here in a second. But I just want to tell you about this little gameplay. I was Alvin Kamara. And I did. I kept doing little swing passes out of the backfield to him, little you know, little drop passes. I just wanted. I just kept using Alvin Kamara on the same, basically the same play. And there was one instance where I gave him the ball, literally like as soon as I hiked it, I did a little swing pass to him, facing the Rams, and and I literally spin move, juked, and got into this gang tackle with that included Aaron Donald. It included Aaron Donald. And Jalen Ramsey as well. <laughs> and I bounced off him like it was nothing. I broke his tackle like it was nothing. It was in the middle of those weird glitchy moves where they do the gang tackle. Like six Rams were, were like on top of me. So as soon as I broke free, including the spin move out of Aaron Donald there, I literally morphed like 10 yards down the field. Zoom. Jalen Ramsey was sitting there. And literally zoomed past him and went all the way for a touchdown. Of like 70 yards. And I was just like. Wow. This is what this game has come to. Now Alvin Kamara is very very good. But he's not that damn good. Like I've never seen a play. It was literally a swing pass right out of the backfield. Spun moved the guy there. Juke moved this guy. Got I got tackled. It was one of those funky little trip animations. I guess it is how it happened. I guess. You know those funky little trip animations where you're kind of like on top of the pile, but you're not really on top of the pile. Like six Rams on me, and Aaron Donald is one of them. If there's six Rams on me, including Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald could tackle me with a pinky. That's how great he is. And for me to spin out from him and then go out more, I literally more from like the 40 yard line to the 50 yard line and was gone in seconds. So that was my instant. They're in the gameplay of Madden 21, and that's my only... I'm boycotting the game. I'm not playing it. I didn't buy it. It wasn't mine. Friends bought it. was at their house. Oh, we'll play a new Madden. Yeah, man, that's it. Boycotting it. Nobody needs to play it. 
Hashtag NFL drop EA. I'm with you. I'm posting it. It has actually, since I've sat here and doing this recording, it jumped back down to a 0.3. So it's still losing the ratings. 0.4 rating of Metacritic. It's gone down to a 0.3. Can it get any lower? Boy, I hope so. It's embarrassing. EA, kick them out. Get them out of here. We don't want any part of them in any of their sports games anymore. And the trash they keep putting out. So, guys, do not play the game. Do not stop doing those microtransactions. Stop giving them all that free millions of dollars in revenue from that. So, done. Man 21, done. Not playing it again. Not even close. I won't play if it's free. You can give me the game for free too, EA. Still not going to play it. But anyways, I just had to get that out there. Because I'm an avid video gamer. I love playing Madden. But I've had enough. I'm a franchise mode guy. Fix franchise mode too. Nothing else. Strictly franchise mode, baby. Let's fix it. Alright, now let's get into it. Heat and the Bucks. Game 1 last night. Miami Heat. Can't be beat. They took over there in the fourth quarter, winning by a final score of 115-104. Jimmy Butler was just insane the whole second half on offense and defense. He finishes the game with a playoff career high in 40 points. Goran Dragic added 27 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. And Bam Adebayo finished with 12 points, 17 rebounds, 6 assists there for the Heat. And the Bucks stats, Giannis, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Chris Middleton, 28.6 rebounds, 5 assists. And Brooke Lopez finishes with 24 points and 1 rebound. Yes, I said 1 rebound. A 7-foot guy finishes the game with 1 rebound. That is not a stat error. He really did. He, sh- he made more 3-pointers than he got rebounds. Amazing to me. But anyways, the Miami Heat took over. That fourth quarter, they dominated it. It was a pretty close game. It was a very competitive game, back and forth, a lot of lead changes. But Jimmy Butler, 27 of his 40 points came in that second half. Half it came in the fourth quarter. He was on fire. He was like, give me the ball. I'm going with it. And that's what you've seen so far in the playoffs. He did it versus Indiana in the sweep. Now he's doing it versus Milwaukee in game one. Jimmy Butler is on a mission. Miami Heat are on a mission. They aren't scared at all. And as for the Giannis, it may look like, wow, he only had 18 points. He almost had a triple-double here. But this is why the matchup with the Miami Heat is so problematic for Milwaukee. They're keeping Giannis out of the paint. Keep him out. Force a wall up. That's why Chris Milton had his 28 points, basically. You know, it's Chris Milton was making his shots outside. He's good from three. That's right, Brooke Lopez. He did the same thing. He was good on the outside. They're forming a wall in the paint, and they are not going to let Giannis beat them. They did it very well in the regular season versus him. You know, they, they're the only team that have a winning percentage against them. Like, Milwaukee's a tough team to beat. But keeping Giannis outside of the paint, is the key of beating him. Build up that wall in there. Force him to take outside shots. He did hit a couple threes now. He did hit a couple threes. But, you know, (laughs) let him have that shot all day. 
they don't care if he makes five in a row. They're going to let him have that shot all day. And we saw it in game one, the blueprint Miami Heat did during the regular season. Other teams have tried to follow suit. The thing is, Miami Heat actually has the players to match up against them. They can throw Adebayo at them. They can throw Crowder at them. They can switch off and have Butler on them. Like, they're not afraid of this. And this is what could happen in the series. Milwaukee was shooting lights out that first half. Yeah, 60 points right off the bat. I mean, they were shooting like 60% from the field, too. They started off hot, making all their shots, and they cooled down the second half. You know, Miami really put that pressure on them defensively. They are, these young guys on this team are something else. The young guys on Miami are something else. They just have no fear. Like Tyler Harrow, he has no fear in taking a shot at any point in time. Um, he hit another big three there in the fourth. Like any time Milwaukee had him made it, tried to make a run and get ahead and establish that lead, Miami just hung in there. They played an exceptional defense, especially those final three quarters and especially the second half. It showed you why they may be the team to beat in the East. They're my pick to win it all. I'm sticking with them. No matter what happens, I know I'm getting a little excited. It's only game one. It's only game one. Time will tell how the rest of the series will go. It could be a little hiccups here and there. You never know what could happen. But the Miami Heat are on a mission. And that, to me, they're the best. I mean, I'm, this, I'm not just being a homer, guys. Miami Heat are a team to be reckoned with. Because even on an off night, if they get hot from the outside, they're shooting from the parking lot. Tyler Harrow, Duncan Robinson, Goran Dragic, the dragon, man. He's played very well this playoffs. He had 27 points tonight. He had 27 points. That <laughs> 27 points. The guy was playing phenomenal. Like, we give a lot of credit to the young guys, but the veterans, Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic, they're the keys. They're keeping that team going. They're getting penetration. He was getting in the lane nonstop. Dragic was getting in the lane, and that's what Milwaukee does. They're the best defensive efficient team in the league on the stats. On the paper, that's what they are, the best team. They let up the most three-pointers, no percentage-wise, but they have the best overall defense, and that seems. How can you let up the most three pointers and during the game, but be the best defensive team? It's the reason why they just clogged the paint. They let everybody shoot the outside shot, but the thing is, Miami has the sharp shooters. They're assassins. All of them can hit a three. Gordon Dragic, Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson. That's the only thing he seems to shoot the three pointers. Tyler Hero, he doesn't care what is going down. The shot clock's running down. The pressure, whoever's on him, he's going up there and trying to get it. You got Jameson Crowder. They got Andre Iguodala. Like that trade there for Memphis is real key. Bringing in Crowder and Iguodala are very key players. It's going to veterans, scrappy veterans that are going to do the dirty work, play good defense, and make sure they get out on top. Monkey Bucks, I'm telling you, they're in trouble. Giannis, Defensive Player of the Year. MVP. He's going to win both of them in the same year. MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. But the thing is, 
Sorry, bud. The Miami Heat can't be beat. <laughs> We're bringing it back. Bring back the song from the 90s. I'm getting excited in here. Bring back the song from the 90s. We had Zoe up there dancing with Tim Hardaway, Dan Marley, and that crew. That was my favorite Heat team, by the way. That was my favorite Miami Heat team. My favorite Miami Heat team never won the title. You know, I loved Dwayne Wade. You know, when they brought in, you know, they started the whole dynasty there. They brought in Shaq. Then they got LeBron and Chris Bosh later on. Won a couple titles there. So, you know how excited I am to see Miami Heat getting their first playoff. You know, winning the series last uh, against the Pacers. That was the first time in four years. They're now they're still on the feet. They're 5-0 so far in these playoffs. You all better pay attention. You better recognize the Miami Heat are forced to be reckoned with. We'll see what happens game two. See if they keep the momentum going. They have the blueprint. Let's see if they keep following it and coming out with victory. Let's go. <laughs> all right, you guys. That's going to do it for today's episode. I want to thank you all for joining me here on Sports Talk from the Crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Be sure to head on over to the official website there at feeltheheatentertainment.com as well as the Instagram there at feeltheheatentertainment. For all your latest sports updates and news, remember Monday through Friday, available on all streaming platforms. So be sure to subscribe, check it out, spread the word around. Much love for you guys. If you leave a review, it'll be much appreciated. You know, all the feedback is welcomed. You know, just keep grinding here. Sports Talk from the Crib, guys. Catch you all tomorrow. Peace out.